Blog Talk Radio. Loudmouth Radio, and as always, it's a fantastic Friday with Jazzy Sterling Powell and Sonny on your airwaves on loudmouthradio.com. If you're listening to this to today's show live, we encourage you to call in at 347-826-7520, take part in the conversation. And if you're listening in online and you just want to uh, chat with us via online chat, we do have our chat boxes open so we can talk with you online on our actual website at blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. Make sure you put in those two Ds. Now, for all those who may be listening to us for the first time, we are an online radio network. They've been going for three years strong since 2013, and we're so so excited about being on air. And uh, today we'll definitely um, – Make it a very interesting show. Make it a very interesting show. I'm one of your hosts, uh, Sonny, and today we'll actually have Sterling on with us as well as we'll, um, we're going to just kind of ride this airway because one of our three musketeers, Jazzy, has not been feeling her best this week. And so today we'll actually be on air um, with Sterling and I. But, you know, always we always try to keep the conversation interesting and Keep it to a point where I think that you will be able to follow us and have an opportunity to um, hear some good stuff. So, Sterling, I want to say good morning to you. How are you doing today? Good morning and a fantastic Friday to you. I'm so sorry to hear about Miss Jazzy. How is she doing? Um, she's, she's feeling a little bit better. She's, she's not in the hospital a little bit now, better. right? She's home. No, so she's she is not. Home. Exactly, Gosh. and for for majority of our our listeners uh, around the world, you know, we're we're, we're broadcasting today out of Metro Atlanta and Tampa Bay, and many places like Atlanta has had a quadrum of pollen, and um, Jazzy has asthma, so you mix pollen and asthma together, and the air quality it doesn't work too well. So, um, 
it's one of those things that it just really took over and she's been having some, you know, some difficulty breathing. So thank God that, you know, today, I think actually yesterday we started having a little bit of rain. So it eased us up a little bit. Thank God. Wow. And we're, and we had some rain this week here in Tampa Bay and it did help, but everywhere you look is the pollen is lying on everywhere. And, um, so I can definitely feel for Miss Jazzy, and she will be missed. But you and I will keep the show going this week, um, and uh, we do have some good topics, and we're going to be joined later uh, at uh, toward uh, 11.20 by Steve Persall uh, from the uh, Tampa Bay Times. Um he is doing a show this evening with Sophia Lorenz, so we'll get some of his comments on that. But um, I think I I think that you want you and I want to do what's happening around our little necks of the world here in Atlanta and in Tampa Bay. And I know absolutely. Uh, Sunny, that you guys there in Georgia had some real exciting. Um, news uh, that affected all of us in the uh, in our community this week absolutely and um, for those who have been listening to us and just been calling following our conversation uh, Sterling is really talking about um, for many states there have been these different uh, laws of legislation that have been you know aggressively threatened many communities um, especially when you have states like Georgia um, that has a huge population of LGBT, um, but uh, the anti-religious bill um, has had different names. Um, the pastors, um, uh, what do they call it, Sterling? The pastors. Um, well, it's like a pastors' right. I mean, uh, right? Act yeah. And act, uh, um, and there, um, it's a lot of the in, um, you know, the religious Christians, the the the. Um, are asking for a religious liberty bill. And one of the great things that happened this week is even though the Georgia governor is a conservative, Nathan Deal, is he vetoed the bill after great. it had right. passed, uh, had the passed Senate the, and the House. The, the Senate and the House. Senate so, and the uh, House, yes. And um, the Christians feel that uh, the governor betrayed them, but our community is definitely, and most of the country. I mean, the, the strange thing is he's actually been um, applauded by the majority of, of, the, of, the, of the nation. The majority Absolutely. of the people in the nation Absolutely. are applauding him for going with, uh, you know, keeping the separation of state and religion. State. That's right. Yeah. And, and it's been about 12, 12 days um, that, you know, once it passed, it passed the Senate, it went to the uh, House floor, and it went from there to the governor's desk. And um, the, the bill for us in Georgia was the House Bill 757. So the mm. Religious Freedom Bill um he really has, you know, I think from his position, he had a lot of uh, backlash coming from many corporations. You know, Georgia has become a huge, uh, a huge market for film. And uh, you've had studios, 
um, major corporations that is like, look, if you allow and allocate this bill to happen in your state, we're pulling out. We're not investing money into your state. We're not going to allow um, a religious bill to outright discriminate. And yeah. it just got yeah. to a point where, and it was so funny because, you know, Governor Deal is like, look, I'm not going to, I don't like to take, I don't like threats. It, it, it got to a point where um, many of the Republican, uh, you know, Republican response has been um, directed toward Governor Deal in a sense of um, backlash for him vetoing this bill. And, you know, it, it's one of those things that North Carolina, same thing, but they uh, they same thing going on. The yeah, with, um, they there's the numerous bill. states that are trying Texas, North, but North Carolina is the closest one. So we have to continue the the boycott there, which is the same thing, like you said, Georgia uh, was did have a wave of criticism. Uh, that uh, did, I think, help pers- uh, persuade uh, Governor Deal in his decision to do the right thing. I mean, it's basically, and that's what he said. I mean, at the end of the day, he basically felt he was doing the right, you know, that he was doing the right thing. And now he, it's kind of funny. He's feeling that he's being pressured by his own party and the the religious <laughs> the, the religious Christians with more threats than he was getting in a sense about Before. business and the corporations. It's kind of strange Absolutely. that he's actually he's feeling the burn and it's not from Bernie Sanders. <laughs> exactly, and he's like, you know what? You can you can come with it all you want. He don't care because this is his last term. So at this point, yeah. he's like, you know, whatever, you know. You can come and say whatever you want, but I think that, you know, Indiana last year was a prime example of a state passing this, um, you know, outright just discriminatory bill and seeing how the community responded. Um, And, you know, it's teetled over into states like Kentucky where we have the Kim Davis situation um, where she felt the need to exercise her right of religious working in a corporate, I mean, working in a public position in the federal government. So it's just, it's just an ongoing um, attempt through um, discriminatory, harmful laws. Um, CNBC actually posted an article um, not even 24 hours ago about why are states still passing awful laws and the opening subject is saying that North Carolina and Georgia learned anything from Indiana and it's been exactly a year ago the nation was looked upon the eye was on Indiana as the state was just induced with uh, protest after that controversial religious freedom law passed and, that, you know, that, that ability for a business that is serving the public, and Jazz, we were talking about this this week. You know, if you're a business, a privately owned business that's serving the public, you know, you, you cannot, you can't have it both ways. If, you, if you're providing private services and you're not open to the generalized public, that's one thing. But to be just outright blankly discriminating because you just want to say, you can, you know, that that's that's just not okay. 
Well, and he said, one, I loved kind of his statement where he said you do not have to discriminate against uh, the community, this community, to, you know, to support uh, the faith-based community. You don't have to discriminate against one to support another. And that's what he said, that his family and... And and himself, he did not want to do this discrimination as he had studied it. And, you know, often these bills, they incorporate so many things into them that Underlining. it was an appalling, yes. yeah, it was an appalling uh, bill that was not only going to uh, totally discriminate against, uh, like, the anti-gay laws that they could do a lot of uh a lot of things, but it's also back to this whole, we have this whole public bathroom issue going on. And so they incorporate so many things into these bills that it almost makes it impossible to uh, to pass them. But then, you know, the strange thing was that both the Senate and and the House in Georgia decided to, and I, I applaud the governor for uh, using his veto power, and I, um, I think yes, that it's, I it's a big, it's a big, you it's know, big and I, ho- I think that it, I hope that it encourages the the governor in um, and the people in North Carolina to do the same because I know that they're also at the moment feeling the backlash and that's what we have to do as a community and as a nation is hit them with the dollar. And uh, the people that joined our community were uh, in, in the, in the boycotts of both Georgia and North Carolina and these states were very widespread from everything. I mean, I was, so, it was the, the Super Bowl was going to be pulled. And yes, I right. thought that I was that would. Yes, yes, yes. Atlanta's up to 2019, I believe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and they and, and said, it's and they you yeah, said it, Sterling. You have to hit them where the, you had to hit them in the pocket, hit them where it hurts. And when you when you think of the fact that the National Football League was in, was siding with with non discrimination, is I think that's huge. I think it's it huge, and it, it's mm-hmm. going to show. I think as we move forward with this. I think you're going to start to see things change in many in many different businesses and in parts of our community as we get through this election and just not allow hate to reign because this Absolutely. election has definitely exposed an underbelly of hatred in our country that we have to stand up to that uh, that is very surprising, you know. When we when we ushered in such hope when Obama won, it is amazing the the hatred that eight years Mm -hmm. later we are seeing in this election. It's amazing to me because I was so hopeful as the the theme of Obama's um, election was, and I think so many of us in the country was. To see this, um, to see, like you said, the backlash that has happened with hatred. This this election is just, I mean, the fact that they're attacking their wives and 
and and the tabloids are now involved. It it just amazes me what's going on, you know, with the hair as we call him the hair dryer because he makes so much noise <laughs> and and stuff. Um, and okay, and, and the, captures your W two with the snap of a pick. You know, is uh, that it? It does just amaze. It does amaze me what um, what's going on, but. Um, but hopefully, like I said, I think that, you know, that Governor Deal's um, veto is a positive sign for us that things are moving in the right direction again. And I, and I don't know, Sonny, if you've seen it, but there's a huge move inside the Democratic Party. Uh, as much as they're kind of fighting on the outside, the party themselves is talking that uh, uh, that Bernie and Hillary are going to have to unite, that they're probably going right. to have to be the ticket together. As much as they're, you know, they have to continue the, the conversation uh, to the convention, but at the convention that they may have to, it may end up a, a Clinton-Saunders um, a ticket to, to, uh, to defeat the Republicans. And there's a big exactly. there's a big push there's a big push for that. Absolutely. And, it's, it's, and I'm I'm going to, I'll tell you that I'm probably going to support that 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 ticket I'm going to probably support because I hope that they can reach a compromise, which is what politics are about. It's really and about you, exactly. And and unite and unite uh, the Democratic Party to unite our nation. Because we definitely have issues, you know. We Absolutely. definitely have issues that that both uh, that both uh, Bernie and I feel the hair dryer has brought to to has exposed. It's not like I don't think that the hair dryer hasn't brought things out, but Bernie does the same thing. Exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, they're kind of the yin and yang of each other. Exactly, and it's one of these things where we're at a point that um, I know that we're kind of starting to lean into some more of our um, presidential election, but, you know, from the (laughs) state levels, um, you have, like, Mississippi is uh, now dealing with the same issue of the Religious Freedom Freedom Bill. Um, You know, it's it's so interesting how we back to the original, the states that were part of the original colonies um, that are really, you know, really threatening these bills to pass. And in, in Mississippi is the house bill one, five, two, three. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think, I think with Georgia making the decision that Nathan deal made give some additional hope to states like Mississippi and even North Carolina to try to overturn you know, that bill passing. So, yeah, so I think, you know, at the sum of it, um, the best thing we could just continue to do is to look to exercise um, the conversation of the importance of people being involved at the local levels and making sure that they're exercising their voices when it comes to things like this passing. So let's take a quick little break. And Sterling will come back. Um, I know that we're we should be having our guest. Uh, he's our guest in. should be calling in. Yeah, he should be calling in any moment here. Okay, and I believe he's on there. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll come right back on. 
Okay. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Insurance Associates Atlanta, formerly Mathis Insurance Services, is an independent agency offering personal, commercial life, and health insurance products to meet the needs of your business and your family. We specialize in helping you protect all of your assets, whether you're purchasing insurance for the first time or searching for better products at a better price. Feel free to contact us at 770-483-0310. We're conveniently located at 1030 Remington Drive in Conyers, Georgia. Visit us online at insurance-iaa.com. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Okay, Sterling, we are back on Loudmouth Radio and Fantastic Friday. And we have a special guest, Sterling. I'm going to give you the floor, give you the honors of sharing with our listeners about the amazing uh, opportunity that's going on in the Tampa Bay area and the special guest that you have uh, that's coming on today for us on Loudmouth Radio. Well, we're welcoming uh, Steve Persall. He is the Tampa Bay Times movie critic. His um, uh, review, are you there? Okay. Am I there or would you be losing? I want to say we're just coming back from a commercial break and uh, we were talking in reference to the house bills. I don't know, Sterling, if you're you're there with me, you may have uh, did you uh, lose fallen me? off. But uh, we actually oh. are live on uh, Lime Off Radio here. It's a fantastic Friday, and we are actually today is April Fool's Day. Um, so <laughs> I I don't know if uh, people are still participating in the antics, but April Fool's Day uh, it's been a it's been a little bit since it's been on a Friday, so. I don't know about anybody else. I hope, hopefully nobody has any uh, heavy practical jokes for me today. But uh, if, if you are listening in and you want to be a part of our conversation, I'm going to invite you to call in to our studio line at 347-826-7520. And uh, we are live and talking on air right now. And uh, what I think is uh, so incredible is that we've had an opportunity to – Um, really speak on a lot of the things that's going on politically. And um, for Um, us today, I think that we're getting closer to um, aligning with whom may be our future president. So I try to exercise all our listeners to get out and vote. Your vote matters um, to definitely uh, do what you can to provide um, your community an opportunity to get the best things that should be readily available to you. So um, until we can, um, you know, continue to put our communities in position and on the map, uh, we're going to be left with situations like this where we have threatening uh, discriminatory bills being presented. So, um, Sterling, I want to uh, invite you to uh, bring on your guest. Okay. Um, You're listening to the Loud Mouth Radio Network. Are we ready? I'm here. Can you guys? Okay, hear me? you're here. I'm here. Are you there, Sonny? Are we gonna? Are we? I'm. I'm. I'm happy to welcome Steve Purcell. He's the Tampa Bay Times movie critic. His you're reviews. To the Loud Mouth Radio Network. I don't know what's going on, Steve. <laughs> you keep in it. What do you, Sonny? You keep. We keep. We keep having the our tag come in. 
just slightly. Let's just try to just go into a quick commercial break. Okay. I guess we're going to go to Hold On, Steve. Okay. Insurance Associates Atlanta, formerly Mathis Insurance Services, is an independent agency offering personal commercial life. You're listening to The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Jazzy Jones-Smith here on Loudmouth Radio. Sterling, can you hear me? I can yeah. hear you. Can you do a Steve on? Uh, yes, we do. You. I can hear you. Okay, we just okay, had a so little I, bit of a glitch there, a little technical glitch. I, I apologize. Okay, so we're here. We're here now, and I'll give my <laughs> one more time, Steve. I hope you don't have this tonight with Miss Sam, with Miss Laura Rand, but uh, um, is that we're happy to welcome um, Steve Fasal. He's uh, the movie, like I said, the movie critic. Uh, for the Tampa Bay Times, uh, he gets the wonderful privilege tonight to moderate an evening with Sophia Loren, which is happening at Ruth Eckerd Hall uh, this evening. And um, Steve, tell us about it. I mean, I know you have to be excited. I am to attend it. I'm uh, I'm, I'm very excited. I've been uh, just studying up and everything else for the past couple of months actually i think i'm i think i'm fairly well prepared for anything that uh that uh, she she throws at me uh you know it's it's, it's the kind of thing where we she she steers the conversation you know this is, this is not going to be 60 minutes me trying to pin her down on you know any of the scandalous things but uh it's, it's going to be a lot of fun it's going to be a and quite an honor to be sitting up there next to her for an hour and a half or so and I know that News Channel 10 had you do the same thing for their younger listeners. I myself am not one of the young, so I know who Sophia Loren is. That, so for you and I both to kind of share with our listeners around the globe is uh, let's tell them who Sophia Loren is. And well, you know, I, I, I like to say that if the Internet had been invented uh, 50 years ago, Sophia Loren would have broken it. She was she was uh, Kim Kardashian with talent, you know. She had <laughs> she, she, she she had she had just as much uh, actually you know, public scrutiny, just as much uh, adoration uh, in, in a pre you know internet society. So you know basically it, it's it's like measuring Gone with the Wind uh, movie tickets versus. Uh, you know, Batman versus Superman. The tickets were were, were, were cheaper, the, 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 and, but more of them were sold. More people were were actually involved with her than uh, than, uh, than than you might think. Um, she's a wonderful awesome. actress. Wonderful actress. And I remember uh, her and Al Sid was one of her with uh, with Charlton Heston. I watched mm-hmm. that at the drive-in. And um, on the front of my parents' Buick. I mean, it was at a drive-in. <laughs> my, dad, uh, my dad used to operate theaters uh, indoors and drive-ins. So I remember, uh, you know, seeing uh, some of her early stuff like, like uh, Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow, the strip tease with Marcello Mastriani when I was way too young to be seeing those kinds of things. But um, uh, made an indelible impression all, all the same. She's 81 years old now, still looking gorgeous. Amazing. She really does. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, it, it's going to it's going to be a, a, a thrill to to. I, I will meet her this afternoon. We we've spoken on the phone uh, for for an interview about uh, 20 minutes or so. Uh, a very lively person. Very uh, 
Um, she 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 likes to laugh, you know. So so this is not going to be some sort of somber. And this is what happened, and that's what happened. She has a a, a, a playful side to her, and um, I yeah, I think we're going to have a good time together. Well, and I I also, think it's interesting that at 81 years old that she's willing to put herself out there to the public this open because she is, from what I understand, she does take, uh, am I correct, Stephen, that you guys will be taking questions from the audience? Yeah, we'll, we'll take some. Uh, it's not going to be a lineup uh, of people like because we did that one time with uh, when I was doing the, uh, the interview thing with Al Pacino, also at Ruth Record Hall. And you got big lines of people down the uh, the aisles, and everybody was coming up saying, "Hey, Al, I'm from Brooklyn too. You know, I'm from the Bronx. You know, and, and there were no questions. It's just <laughs> so we're going to have people, uh, you know, fill, fill out questions on cards as, as when they come into the theater, um, and then uh, you know, we'll, we'll just scan those cards, get pick out some good questions, and um, and have her answer those. We'll do about an hour one on one interview up on the stage where, where we're going to cover. Uh, everything from her childhood during in, in World War II uh, in Italy, which really kind of informs her career. She grew up hungry. She grew up homely. She, her, her nickname was Toothpick. She was which you know, she's not a toothpick anymore. Uh, and and you know, even, even her Oscar-winning role in, in, in Two Women, she's playing a mother protecting her child as her own single mother protected her. So, so you really wow. have to sort of understand her childhood right. a little bit to, to understand. Then the fact that she grew up without a father, uh, and there, and yeah. then she, so when she marries Carlo Ponte, who's like thirty years her senior, you know, she's looking for a father figure. When she has a relationship with Cary Grant, who's thirty some odd years her senior, she's looking for a father figure. Everything that happens in her career starts with childhood. So we're gonna we're gonna hit on that. Then we're gonna get into that's gonna be amazing, Steve. That's gonna be amazing. Yeah, she actually won an Academy Award one, for two women. Oh yeah, absolutely, and and uh, just the, the, just to hear her tell the story of, of not being uh, she, she didn't she didn't attend the Oscar ceremony that year because she was too nervous. She didn't expect to win. She was the first uh, actress or actor of any gender um, to be nominated for a for an Oscar for a non English speaking role. So she figured she had no, problem, no uh, chance whatsoever. She stayed over in Rome, and uh, the next morning, Terry Grant calls her up and says, "You won." You know, so how now, does she, ad- yeah, Steve, does she admit to, now, because many years she didn't admit to their relationship, she, her and Terry Grant. Does she now yeah, admit she, to it? No, no, she she doesn't really admit to it. But, uh, and, and and if you read her memoir, she's, she's a, a very discreet person uh, in all matters of, of, you know, romance like that, except with Carlo uh, Ponte, uh, who was basically her one and only, her, her only husband, her only love, she says. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push her with, with Cary Grant, you know, a, a little and, bit. And I'm, they I'm, were tab, where you mentioned the Kardashians, what people don't realize is even before Richard Burton or at the same time of Richard Burton and Liz is Carlo and, 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 mm-hmm. and Sophie, yeah, Carlo and Sophia were the tabloid babies of, the, oh, of their day. Because well, they had the 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 problem that he was married uh, already when he went and not he had he had gotten a divorce, but Italian law didn't recognize divorce at that time. Uh, so he was still legally married, uh, and then he married uh, uh, Sophia. So they they were they had bigamy charges or the pot- potential bigamy charges hanging over their head for years. Uh, 
Uh, they had to go through all kinds of legal ramifications, you know, getting, getting their marriage annulled and then getting married in France and all this kind of stuff. It was, just, it was, it was a, a very uh, soap opera type of thing that people followed and lapped up. Then you had Which, the idea that, you know, that, that she couldn't conceive uh, children for, for several years, many years. Uh, so that when yeah. she finally had children, it was like, uh, you know, it's, it, it's like uh, Ivy. <laughs> yeah, Beyonce it was a big and, and a huge and, deal, and she and yeah. she backed away <laughs> from film at that point. Correct? She backed away. Uh, yeah, she 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 slowed down a little bit to to, to take care of her kids. Came back uh, pretty strong though in the seventies uh, uh, and eighties, uh, and then and then uh, uh, as, when Carlo passed away, uh, she she sort of backed off of it entirely, except for that that brief and luminous appearance in nine. Uh, back in what 2009, I guess it is. Yeah. So, uh, so mm-hmm. she's she she is the the epitome of Hollywood stardom. She has beauty, talent, grace. She has longevity. She has you know everything that you know that makes a Hollywood star. I'm I'm going to say in in my introduction tonight. You know there there are many people star in movies, and only a precious few are the movies. And Sophia Loren is one. Yeah. And she's the ultimate. Yeah, she's like where we talk about the ultimate star. She's an ultimate star. Yeah, you know absolutely. she she and will shine. She, you know it never diminishes. And we're have to, I we're am just some clips uh, to, to 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 illustrate. You know, for anybody there who is uh, among the uninitiated, uh, and you're going to see a a sexy, vivacious woman, just passionate. Funny uh, and and at times heart wrenching and with her performances and uh, it's 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 going to be a, a huge honor to be there with her. Well, I'm only a couple rows in. I I have I think like second or third row. I'm wearing a Valentino uh-huh. suit, Steve. See, I have <laughs> I got Sterling, it. Sterling, come on, dude. How, how, how long have we known each other? We can pick you out of a crowd anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know. Well, and I hope that you'll see, and then we'll get, we do, we have the uh, the VIP treatment that I hope that yep. I will get to see you and and uh, Lady Di. Steve's Lady Di. wife is, um, is just an incredible um, a woman, too. I just love your wife, and I'm so excited I that I get she, to see her again. And so she must be mind. thrilled. She's got to be guess. excited. Yes, absolutely, and and we're I, I, we're inviting another another friend along, uh, Jennifer uh, Delano, to to keep her company and keep her her calm out there in the uh, in the audience while I'm up there. Just in case I start flirting with Sophia, the Jennifer can hold her back from charging the stage. You know? <laughs> awesome! I love the seeds. So, well, we well, I'm so excited. And I look, yeah. Uh, thank you. I, but, yes, it, it, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Well, thank you for joining us and taking your time today. I know you're busy, My and uh, you know. And I, like I said, I look forward to to seeing you tonight with um with Miss Lorraine. And I thank want you. one of the things that if you get a chance, one where we were talking, I did want to mention. I want to hear if we get a chance to mention their art collection because. You know, her and Carlo had a huge art collection that was even seized at one time by the government. Wow. I don't know if you knew that. But, you know, I would have the art, you know, I would have the art connection, Steve, you know. I'll tell you what, what, Sterling, do me a favor. Uh, Fill out one of those cards like I told you about with the question. And I will do what I can to make sure that gets in the, that gets in the piles. That'd be a, that'd be a because story. here's something very interesting, Steve, to know, is they had 10 
10 Francis Bacons, including mm-hmm. one of the popes, you know, his famous Pope series. Right. Oh wow. And one of them sold for a record amount at Christie's. I mean, what? I mean, I'm talking like twenty or thirty million dollars. Wow. Okay. And I, and I, I'm telling and, you, that's huge. And and she you, had they had dollies and Picasso. They had dollies and Picassos and Dicharicos, and the government seized it at one point. And then eventually, her and Carlo got it back, and they split it uh, between them. I think to protect it. And I don't, and I'd like to know where the collection is. Is it with the boys, with her? Is she still in, does she still uh, come to America and live in Miami at times? No, no, she's, she's living uh, over in uh, uh, Geneva, Switzerland. Geneva, Geneva, Switzerland, yeah. Didn't she, Mm -hmm. I think at one point she did have a home in in Miami. I'm I'm sure she did, uh, Miami, Los Angeles, those kinds of, but she's been over there. Pretty much since Carlo died, and it was 2007. Okay. So about the last decade, she's been over there. Yeah, because I'd like okay. to know where the I would I'd like to know where the Dali is. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm sure uh, Hank Hines would too. <laughs> hey, Hank, awesome. Hank's the director. Hank's the director of the Dali Museum there in St. Pete. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, do me a favor, get that on the card, and I will do my best. I will. To get it up. I will. We're going to try to get there early. If you can get there early, uh, fill it out on two cards, put one in their stack, and, and slip one to me on the side, okay? Okay, okay. And, I, and, I, and, I'll, I'll, and I'll slip that in the mix because they're, they're going to be sorting them out and just handing them to me. But if I have it there, it, 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 we'll, we'll do the, the same kind of thing. I, I do this in Vegas all the time, no problem. Okay. <laughs> Well, Stephen, I gotta, Steve, I gotta tell you, thank you so much. This is Sunny, and, and my wife Jazzy is, is 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 sending messages to say, oh, I'm listening. Tell him I'm, I appreciate him coming on and sharing this experience, and he loves her. She loves she loves Sophia, so she's like, oh my God, let her know that I love her. So we we got to speak for Jazzy because she's not on air with us at the moment. So thank you well, so much hope, for sharing hope she this. Feels better. Hope she feels better. Thank you very much. You're up in Atlanta, is that right? Is that right? Is that what I understand? Yes. Yeah, uh, love it, Atlanta. Spent a lot of time up there in my, in my youth, in my younger, impetuous days. I love it. You're still <laughs> young. What are you talking about? Yeah. We're still kids. <laughs> All right, friends. We'll see you guys later on. Okay? I'll see you. The, I'll see you this evening, Steve. I'll see you tonight. Take care. Thank you, Steve. All right. Thank you. So, uh, evening with Sophia Loren, 8 p.m. tonight at the Rue Ecker Hall at 1111 McMullen Booth Road in Clearwater. So, I don't know, uh, Sterling, if tickets are still available, but they ranged anywhere from 55 to $150. You know, so I mean, you... I guess that I would tell them to get a hold of the box office. I think that um, that would be the, the um, you know, if Ruth Eckert Hall is a pretty good-sized hall, but I know that uh, Miss Alicia... And I had gotten our tickets uh, quite a while back for the uh, the meet and greet, and I think that's definitely that may be sold Close out because that's just the mm-hmm. that's the front rows. And uh, but I'm not sure. I mean, they can go to the. I mean, the, I would offer go to Ruth Eckerd Hall um, online and check and see what the box office uh, and join us tonight because this doesn't happen very often that you get to meet. Uh, an actress from the, basically the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s into the 2000s of industry. I mean, six, yes. yeah, um, this this six kind years. of uh, 
yeah. I don't know. I mean, very many other actors and actresses that still uh, basically have that longevity in in this film industry. And like he Absolutely. said, I mean, like Steve said, is that this is one of the original, you know, in the sense that um, – before the internet, she uh, entranced the world. I mean, and, and totally entranced the world. Exactly. So, so I've, I've, you know, it's, I think it's a lot easier today when you can show your behind as some of these young ladies and men, the you know, choose to do, and it goes it goes viral very quickly across the internet. It's it's a it's a little bit different, but when when you had to actually, as Steve said, have talent to uh, mm-hmm. seduce the world, it, it's amazing. And I'm, I'm totally looking forward to it. And I will report back to you next week. Awesome. I love it. And thank you so much. And it's, it's been an awesome show. We said today was going to be a short show. Uh, we miss Jazzy. Jazzy, we love you. And we're so grateful um, that you're getting better. And so we just ask our audience to keep us in prayer in regards to um, healthier air conditions. But I know a lot of people across the nation is really suffering because our season is really off right now. So um, we actually had to go. Well, and it's like we, you know, we've talked about, we've talked about climate control. I mean, this is why all Mm -hmm. of these issues, all of these issues in our world are important because it affects us. It affects our health. It affects everything Absolutely. about our, you know, and, you know, and as we hit from everything from entertainment to food to to the life of pay, and make sure you tell her hello. We send our love to her, and we'll get a report from her when Jazzy gets back next week, hopefully. Yes. And, yes. Um, you know, is that all that matters, you know, to stay involved, and that would be the big thing, and to go out and have a fantastic Friday, because I am, I'm going to meet Sophia Loren. Okay, I know, right? Enjoy it, and it's so good to know that um, our radio network is making some great connections. So, Sterling, we're going to part ways on this fantastic Friday today, and we're going to thank all of our listeners that tuned in. If you're listening to this archive, you can listen to us. And follow us on TuneIn Radio with over 50 million active listeners. And we're also on Stitcher Radio, which is integrated into your car dashboard with over 5 million car drivers across the nation, as well as over 20 million active Android and iPhone users on Stitcher Radio. Just look us up at Loudmouth Radio Network, which is with two Ds. And you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook and also on Instagram. And uh, we thank you guys for giving us another awesome opportunity to bring you a new show uh, with Fantastic Fridays with Jazzy Sterling Powell and myself, Sonny. And uh, we'll definitely follow up and hear more from Sterling and his uh, opportunity tonight with uh, Ms. Sophia Loren and the Life of Pay will be back. And uh, we appreciate everybody for listening in today. Have a fantastic weekend, everybody.
You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. <laughs> 